We say it all the time on the show, Nicole. Yes. Build your local brand. All right. That is the one defense we all have as agents against what is happening, right? If the brokerages are going to go out of business, whatever. This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuned into episode 153 of The Real Word. Word is up. We're disappointed. Uh-oh. A little bit. Starting off on a negative note. No, not negative. Just well, we were waiting. I was Well, we talked about it last week that we were waiting for Brad's little prediction, and then he even teased it two days ago yeah. saying that Monday was the day. If you're on uh, the public group, Inman Coast to Coast on Facebook. Three days ago, Brad posted, I got 18 predictions coming out on Monday. Well, Monday. we're recording this on Tuesday, it Brad. It is now Tuesday. And your predictions on Inman have not come out. He did say here's one of them. Remember their predictions, whether they uh, come to fruition or not is another matter. Go I, back and look at episode 152 because we talk about Brad's yes. predictions last year. And well, how I many feel like them... maybe that was like a little thing for us. Like, yeah. hey, bitches. Like, they were just predictions. <laughs> they were just predictions, Nicole <laughs> and Byron. Uh, but you can go check out episode 152. We talk about all of his predictions, which ones came true and not. Uh, number six. This is number six. Wait of, a minute. So he already his, has uh, them. Why didn't he just post them? Well, he's going to post it on his website. You know, he owns this website called Inman. I hear you. But if he already knows what number six is, I thought maybe he just hasn't yeah. come up with them yet. Yeah, I don't know why they're not up yet. He said Monday. Listen, uh, I do the same kind of stuff sometimes. So anyways, well, n- number six. Over that should the, have held him accountable. Over the last 10 years, the Zillowization. Mm-hmm. That's a new word. Mm-hmm. Look that one up in the real estate dictionary. Mm-hmm. Of real estate branding has devalued big franchise brands Mm -hmm. devalued big franchise brands in our marketeer i'm going to give you a stat that does uh speak to that Mm -hmm. the new franchise model will emphasize services tech tools well realogy you missed a line realogy will successfully introduce flexible brands in 2021 so this is a prediction but maybe he knows something i don't know Mm -hmm. the new franchise model will emphasize services tech tools and expansion financing Allowing allowing an affiliate to tout its local company name uh, without the franchise to tout to tout. That's T O U T tout tout. No. Yeah, one thousand percent. I like toot. They no. want to toot their own. Toot more. is double O T. Whatever. Uh, name without the franchise brand tag. So what he's saying is, Real G is going to roll out a model, mm-hmm. and this is not a racket. We're just giving you a preview of hopefully next week's show mm-hmm. when. Brad's actually posted all of his predictions so we can go through them one by one and we'll recap this. Yep. But what this sounds like to me is Realogy is possibly looking and saying, okay, it's not about the CB brand. It's not about the Century 21 mm-hmm. brand. It's not about the Sotheby's brand. Mm-hmm. It's about the teams dominating real estate, the individual agent being out. So let's invest in teams. Let them build an independent, quote mm-hmm. unquote, brand mm-hmm. in their local community mm-hmm. and we realty sponsor it without them having to say you know whatever whatever at cb whatever, well i whatever, think i think what I, I, i'm actually surprised that it took 
people, companies so long to recognize how influential influencers are. I mean, yeah. influencers. Local, local some, influencers. Yeah, I mean, some influencers are making more money than like Julia Roberts when she's in a film. So. Really? Absolutely. Well, yeah, like YouTubers. TikTokers. I mean, hello. Yeah. I mean, there is so, I mean, and I, I think that it's, and I hope that it's true. I think it would be wonderful for CB agents, or not just CB agents, sorry, any, you know, agent under the Real G um, umbrella to be able to do that. I mean, yeah. I understand that it's important to have that big big name when you're first getting into the business but I think you know as you as you go on rarely are you really stating what company you're well, from unless someone asks you like so like who do you work for like like the, like the consumer yeah. even really like and I and I absolutely agree the the name you're affiliating affiliating with has to be a true partner in your business we're lucky here in Connecticut to be partnered with William Ravis because right. they are a true partner in our success so I agree when I look at um, a lot of the Realogy brands, they are just leaving their team's agents kind of out to fend for themselves. So this does make a lot of sense if that shift is kind of where he's going with that. Right. That being said, that'll we be next week's show. still do not have the that'll predictions. Be, that'll be next week's show. Hopefully the predictions. Brad, we'd love to see those. I hit refresh on Inman.com about 37 times this morning trying to see if they would populate. They haven't yet, but we'll talk about it on the next week's show. And before we get into the two rackets and the marketeer, are great this week. Wait, but this is the marketeer. This I is thought. the marketeer, right? I know. So before we get into this stuff, yeah, and the two rackets, yes, make sure. Oh Lord, here it you is. You go subscribe to the Real Word channel on YouTube. If you're watching this on the One and Company channel, these videos in 2021 will not be posted there anymore. Go over to the Real Word on YouTube. Hit subscribe because that's where and all the content that last 153 episodes are there and all the new content in 2021 and our new show will be posted there, not any longer on One and Company. So make sure you go and do that, all right? And if you're listening to this on the podcast, yeah, leave a five-star review, hmm. please. Hopefully we didn't lose everybody after that. All right, anyways, racket number one. A super hot market. Economists weigh in on what to expect in 2021. This is an Inman article uh, from our friend Andrea and... Let's get into some, what some of these economists are saying. We, we've talked about this a little bit in previous episodes, but not specifically uh, this one individual here, Mike mm -hmm. Simonson, CEO of Housing Market Analytics from Altos Research. In a webinar last week, he called, which was called the Real Estate Market Outlook for 2021, he said we are going into the start of the year in a super hot market, red hot. Red hot. Inventory has plunged to just under 469,000 single family homes in a month. There are every year over 5 million real estate transactions. So this is crazy to crazy. have this type of uh, inventory down. Well, and I think most local markets, I can speak for ours, like we yeah. have, there is nothing. I think in our town alone, there's maybe like 35 homes on the market right there, now. Yeah, 40. there's just not a lot. It's small town, granted, but not granted, really a lot of but inventory still. at all. We've seen... Uh, time point in, you know in, in the last 10 years points where there's been 200 plus homes so 35 is not a lot uh, inventory has uh, has plunged and this is down 40 percent compared to the same time last year I want to put up a chart right here if you're watching uh, you can see the inventory in 2020 compared to 19 18 17 and 16 where it was fairly consistent well below I mean we're looking at numbers that reached up over a million uh, uh, single family units available 
in uh, what's that 2016 I feel like what's super um, interesting about this graph is again I'm certain that you have uh, sellers right now or potential sellers that are asking when they should list mm. I mean I'm usually like let's do February I would say right flipping now as soon as you're ready as soon as Put the house is ready put that thing on the market right now that would be if, if you're getting anything out of this that is what you grab yeah. list your house now Danielle Hale the chief economist at Realtor.com expects home sales to continue growing, jumping 7% in 2021 and prices to continue rising to new highs, although at a slower pace than in 2020. She expects them to increase at 5.7% in the new year. As far as seasonality goes here locally in, mm -hmm. in Connecticut, you can watch it going back 20 years. We're up in the spring, summer, and, and fall, and we come crashing down in both median sale prices, pending sales, total sales in the winter months here. We, we have true seasonality to our market. And if you look back last 20 years, it is like this. Uh, in the comments, if your market's the same, love to hear, or maybe it's different time of year. Uh, but she does say, as far as the seasonality goes, we expect housing to be busier in the spring like it normally is. That was the one difference of 2020 the spring got off to a very slow start people were waiting seeing for all obvious obvious reasons, reasons. Yeah. yeah for for sure uh but she expects it'll be stronger than 20 she an anticipates low double digit home sale growth close to 10 percent. so uh the Which previous guy we mentioned still very healthy i mean no, i still no, no, that's 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 like beyond healthy. yeah i mean that, that like healthy would be three percent maybe yeah so she's expecting <clears throat> Uh, ten percent for sales growth, where we had I think seven percent from Mike Simonson. So she's she's more bullish than than Mike. Um, and we've talked about this in the call. A lot of people waited, right? Mm -hmm. They're going to be feeling more comfortable. Mm -hmm. The vaccine. Mm -hmm. They're going to just be more comfortable with maybe the economy opening up, consumer confidence. Right. More comfortable putting their house on the market, or maybe on the other side, more comfortable buying now. Because maybe they know their job is secure. Right. Well, that's the biggest things. thing. I think that there were still so many jobs. And I'm certain even still now, you know, there are still some job insecurities. So, In a forecast released last week, Fannie Mae Economic and Strategic Group had more modest expectations, predicting a 2.8% rise in total home sales. So we've seen 10%, 7%, 2.8%. 2.8 would be like the the rule of thumb there. Uh, in, in 2021, after a... 7.6% rise in 2020. The mortgage giant expects the median existing home price to rise 4.1% next year to 302,000. Again, still 000. good numbers. Yeah, yeah. Because again, I, I, think, I think what's important here though too is because everyone again during this time is thinking a bubble, a bubble, a bubble. I mean, 4% is not a bubble. Like there's no bubbles no. with 4% increases. 3 so. to 4% is what you want to see in a right. normal market for uh, sale price appreciation. The biggest factors that will drive the housing market in 2021 are the age-old economic fundamentals of supply and demand. Svenja Goodell, chief economist for Zillow Group, told this to Inman. That means sellers will likely continue to have the upper hand. So inventory is going to remain scarce. We, we had the chart. We can put it up again. Uh, from previously in this topic. I will say though, in this market, because of the inventory, I mean, builders should be leaning into their business. I mean, now is the time to be building. It seems like that's really a lot of buyers only. Yeah. Here, real. Here's one of my predictions for 2021. What's that? Land values jump up considerably for the first time in years, especially locally where we've right. seen land just not be worth much. 
you're going to see land across the board jump up for sure. Well, I think properties that never were selling before, what like ones yeah. that are along highways, like just because mm -hmm. people want something or need something. And, and they want to build a new product. And so they're just going to create their own opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. Clean. The math is unavoidable. There are millions of millennials aging into their price home, buy, their prime, sorry, prime. home buying years and and million more Gen Zers behind them. Gen Zers that will continue to want and need homes of their own keeping demand at a boil for years to come. This is this is coming from Zillow. Zillow has has been very bullish on this is not just a period of time. Zillow has been the and their economists have been the one group that keeps saying we're going to continue to see uh, total sales increase, you know, talking about that. And they, they refer to that in this article, talking about the the ability to work from wherever, moving mm -hmm. all over the country. Zillow has been ahead of, even before the pandemic, saying this, that the transaction is going to get easier. You're going to see more transactions. You're going to see millennials and Gen Zers buy more, uh, more often than right. previous generations. Mm -hmm. I also think the baby boomers are making moves. So maybe maybe there's something to this. Well, I think in all honesty, I think they're making moves together, though, too. I mean, we're talking about multi-generational situations um, or at least being closer to one another. I don't know. I mean, I, I think, like you said, though, I think this has been something that has... Yeah. been in our future it's just maybe fast forwarding there, there's a lot in this article i encourage you to click the link we'll link it up obviously in the youtube as we always do so you can go through it i mean there's even more they get into the biden pres presidency they get into uh double dip recession possibility so there's a lot there a lot of data uh the redfin economist chimes in they quote a lot of people a lot of good stuff if, if you're looking even for some content for your local market as a real for estate sure. agent and you want to pull some data there's a lot in here from real estate economists, so I'd how are you feeling you about twenty twenty one? Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be bonkers. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, heard it here. We're gonna be pretty lucky again to be in an industry. Listen, even in the down market, we're in a, we're lucky to be in an industry that's never going away. Right. You know what I mean? Um, this isn't a luxury item. Having a home, it is the necessity of life. Unless of you're a cave man or woman which i don't know any do you i don't know i don't know do you think you would have survived i did i just arrive what the, would you have survived cave life oh no 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 me neither mm -mm. uh so we're pretty lucky this is an no. indestructible industry even in the down years helping people buy and sell real estate is a great business to be in uh so we're, we're just lucky we picked up the right industry For sure. honestly all right look at you racket number two I got a lot of crap here on my Instagram story. Well, Let's see what it is. I mean, we Let's, can't we can't we can't blame the, the people. I posted this uh, earlier, maybe an I'll hour look ago. I feel like every for every yes. It's sixty four percent saying just keep talking about Zillow and thirty six percent say cover this topic. I posted a screenshot here of this topic, an Inman article. Michael Jackson. Thriller, baby. Michael Jackson's Neverland Ranch sells for $22 million, the 2,700-acre estate. I had no idea it was that large. Huge. No idea. Built like a theme park, was originally listed for $100 million in 2014. Team. 2014. Pittsburgh Penguins co-owner and billionaire investor Ron Burkle has paid the $22 million for the estate once known as the Neverland Ranch. This was bought by Michael Jackson. In 1987, for 19 and a half million, and then he built it into look like an amusement park. Mm -hmm. So you know he put 
probably more right. than the 19 and a half million into the property mm-hmm. to build this thing out. Mm-hmm. I would imagine more than 20 million to build out an amusement park. I don't know the cost and that kind of stuff, but looks um, like it's, it's mixed hands a few times. Slash started 67. Yeah. So anyway, but let's talk about what what it's 40 what, miles from from California's Santa Barbara uh, in Los Los Olivos. It's been rebranded as the Sycamore Valley Ranch. It was, you know, a bunch of price cuts mm-hmm. over the years. This was an off market deal. Last people to hold the listing was Compass's Kyle uh forsyth and mm-hmm. suzanne perkins but this one actually went oh, off look, market while the rides and zoo were taken away oh so the sunny he mm. didn't yeah he didn't want the square foot normandy style mansion and 22 other structures now the reason a lot of people because i was getting people off of the poll that i put on instagram stories mm-hmm. a lot of people were like then dming uh you know candace decker for shout out to candace uh down in southwest florida cape coral says after watching the documentary i cannot even listen to his music no. or hear your... So she's not going to be watching this episode of oh, The Real she, World? Oh, I'm sure she is. No, she says no. Definitely Uh-oh. not. Uh-oh. So we may be losing some people talking about Michael Jackson. I haven't watched the documentary. Uh, still have the, you know, the it's... the MJ Essentials on my Apple playlist. No? Don't listen to the music? No? I, I don't either after. Sam says yes. Sam's listening. I, All right. I Sam, can't. we probably just got some hate comments. That's okay. Uh, but here's the deal. Here's what I like about this, this purchase. Yes. Not anything to do with Michael Jackson. Here's what I like about the purchase from the Penguins owner, Ron Burkle, is he also owns a little place we snuck into. Well, no, in no, Malibu. no. We didn't sneak in. We oh, we snuck in. We're not members. We, we weren't invited. We didn't know we were sneaking in. We didn't know we were sneaking we in. We didn't know where we were. We had like a couple a, drinks. We walked in. It looked like in. a really great place to hang out. I mean, all the cool kids were there. So we're like, that's where we want to go. Nobody we kicked us in. out. We walked in. Nobody kicked us out. So that's the Soho house. We went I mean, to the one in Malibu. I think we closed that place down too. And yeah. we saw you Sean closed Penn. It down. I we left. saw Sean. No, yeah. you were there because that's when Sean Penn showed well, up. But then I still left and you guys stayed a little longer because you were trying to, I don't know, get Sean Penn to maybe. No, I was trying to do nothing with Sean Penn. First of appetizer. all, didn't we all leave together? I mean, we had like a three hour ride back to our hotel. No, I left. Uh, Sam, were you there? Yeah. Sam and I left. And so Jill and I went back by ourselves? Yeah, I think Sean Penn brought you home. Oh, you guys oh. left. I left with. Uh, <laughs> like, I, I left with somebody what's else. Going anyway, on here? with someone else. I don't know. Jeez, oh my who Lord. did I leave with? I actually, <laughs> what's hopefully, going on? Hopefully my wife's not that watching this one. That was not a quick uh, trip. No, I left with somebody legitimate. I think it was uh, somebody. Lucy. On the team. I mean, yeah, somebody on the team. Anyways, hmm. his private club company, the Soho Club. So he's buying this as a land bank opportunity. He's banking brilliant two thousand seven hundred acres for maybe the best soho house of all time the so house he could keep half of it for soho style. and like develop the other half yeah. i mean i'm surprised nobody grabbed it sooner it does seem like a very i don't know the area well i don't know the area well either i'm um, just pretending like we can develop it maybe you can't maybe maybe but maybe yeah, mj maybe was can't. smart enough and he also turned it into like a national park where it can't nothing can, i don't know i yeah. don't know the the but I am excited to hear that maybe, yeah, the maybe Soho is popping up another location. Because it's labeled a ranch. You can't like spill it up. Yeah, I, I don't know. know that. And it doesn't get into that in this article. Uh, but anyways, the land bank. I, hey, here's the thing. We're talking about the devaluation of the American dollar these days. All these you know printing money. Well, we're not, we're not packages. making more land. We're not making more land. He just got 2,700 acres for less than 20 million in California. And, uh, you know, if he's going to make the best all time Soho house ranch 
maybe we'll become members. You know? I, I think it's on our to-do list. It's on the to-do yeah, list, yeah. yeah. At least we'll try to sneak in. I mean, there's 2,700 acres. It's well, now be we know how easy it is. Ways to get in. We'll just <laughs> have somebody fly us in and drop us off like uh, in a hot air balloon or something. I enjoyed my time. Uh, okay. We saw someone else there too. Who? Zach? Zach Braff? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you can go back to... What, how many years ago was that? Two years? One and a half years ago? A, two, yeah, it was. We two. really covered that trip. Well, because you had no idea who who Sean Penn was. Yeah. And I claimed that he was probably one of the most famous actors of all time. And you totally yeah. called my BS. So for for the, for the for probably the remaining 365 days of that year, every time we sat down with someone, that he, was my first question. Do you know who Sean Penn yeah, is? Yeah, I, I remember. Uh, <laughs> was Sean Penn around in the 80s doing movies? Yeah. So... Maybe he's been to the uh, Neverland Ranch. Maybe he was a guest. Maybe Sean Penn was a guest. Never know. Wow. Maybe he could have been friends with Michael. That's a lot of Michael. speculation. That's a lot of speculation. I think there were a lot of people there. It was sort of like the um, like the Playboy Mansion. Yeah. You know, it's sort of Ooh. one of those like like what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, you know. Yeeks. Now you're just getting a little, little crazy. <laughs> I here. didn't say Sean right. Penn was there. Uh, anyways, this is for Ron Burkle, not a racket. Maybe for... People that don't like MJ, this could be a racket just bringing him up. Anyways, all right. Marketeer of the week. We've Stephane. been talking about this for two weeks now. Uh, no. Yeah, two, two weeks. weeks ago. And we'll be talking about it for two more weeks, yeah. okay? Well, you were supposed to send me articles and we were supposed to be dissecting it, but that's now next week. Marketeer of the week, Stefan Swanepoel, the Real Estate Swanepoel Trends Report 16th edition 2021 is out. How Listen, much does this cost? We'll, we'll link this up. I What's think it's cost, cost a couple hundred bucks. Okay. Okay. We'll link this thing up. I think 190 bucks. Something like that. I think it's on the back. Uh, is it? No. Oh, 199. 200 bucks. Okay. We'll link it up. We do not make a dime off of this. We're not affiliate partners. Stefan has not reached out to us to endorse this product. I'm endorsing it, choosing to endorse it. We, on our own. I think this is the best piece of real estate literature. We're talking... 200 plus pages, so what's that, a buck a page? Um, this is the best real estate piece of literature that you can consume every single year and as a real estate professional should consume in the early weeks of the year. I'm going to give a little preview oh. because I haven't had time here yet to dig into it fully and do a full recap, so that'll be coming next week, hopefully with the Brad Inman prediction, so lots coming next hopefully week. Hopefully I'll get the book too and I can chime in. You want that sticker? Um, I'm good. Where did it come from? All right. So who wrote the foreword? Robert Revkin, co-founder and CEO of Compass. There has probably never been a time in human history when people have depended on their homes more than they have in 2020. How many times have we heard that? All right. Good opening line though, Robert. Uh, during this unforgettable year, our homes became everything to us. Our offices, our children's classrooms, our gyms, our exercise studios, our movie theaters. Okay. Uh, he goes on, blah, 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 blah. But the reason I'm happy that agents are here to stay. Okay. So his point is agents are not going to be replaced mm -hmm. is more personal. And then he goes into his mother, Ruth, who this story has been told a number of times was an agent and all of that good stuff. Mm -hmm. The preface, obviously written by Stefan and uh, another member of the T360 team. 2020 will go down as one of the strangest years in American history. An unprecedented pandemic, obviously global pandemic, deeply divided presidential election mm -hmm. here in the U.S., 
uh, locust swarms. Locust swarms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know much about that. Rampant wildfires, a record number of hurricanes, a social and racial unrest, all flared up this year, rocking the globe and the United States. But the residential real estate industry proved amazingly resilient. He goes on to speak to that. There is just a ton of data, though, once you get past the opening statements. Mm -hmm. One piece that I do that jumped out to me as I was skimming through briefly is... And we mentioned it earlier when we we're talking about Brad's uh, leak of his predict- prediction, how these disruptors have devalued the brokerages. Yep. This here is the public company table. Mm-hmm. Okay, you see Zillow Group listed at the top. Market cap in billions. This is as of October 16th, 2020. Zillow Group is $22.15 billion market cap. Redfin, which is not a traditional brokerage, right? Right. They're more of a disruptor. Their market cap is four point eight one billion. Mm-hmm. EXP three point five billion. Mm-hmm. In at number three, Realogy, who we were talking about earlier a little bit, one point two four billion. Billion less. Yeah, twenty one billion less than Zillow and Remax, less than a billy. And you can go on and list all the other brokerages below that. Here's the other thing we were talking about before the show. Spencer uh, Raskoff, former CEO of Zillow, he's coming out with a couple of startups in the real estate industry. Uh, You see Greg Schwartz, formerly of Zillow, doing the same thing. You see a lot of money still. We've been talking about this for a number of years, pouring in to compete with the brokerages. The market cap bigger than Zillow, not on this list, but maybe will be next year. We've talked about it here on The Real Word. Mm -hmm. CoStar Group, there are 32 billion dollar market cap there's more money coming into this industry than ever before and 2021 is going to be the same as previous years where that money continues to pour in people everybody is coming for a slice of the real estate agent pie we say it all the time on the show nicole yes build your local brand all right that is the one defense we all have as agents against what is happening right if the brokerages are going to go out of business whatever build a great team build a a great brand in your local marketplace that lives on so that people locally know that you are the trusted resource in your market these numbers are staggering the brokerage community has and i've said this for so long has already lost they're so far behind Mm -hmm. and a lot of people think these these market valuations are, are you know baloney and all this kind of stuff the money keeps pouring in the money just keeps pouring in. We'll talk more about it next week, too. We will. We're going to dig into this fully. Uh, if you haven't bought it, go ahead and buy it. Maybe send Stefan an email saying, hey, throw Byron and Nicole a few bucks. They were the <laughs> recommendation to uh, for me to go out and buy it. Uh, but looking forward to recap that. Brad, hopefully your predictions are up. Soon. You know. Brad, I mean, we've been waiting. We'll give you a sticker. He's almost a full month behind. Full 30 days. Last year well, was the beginning of December. Remember we did our math. But he's got a lot to talk about. What do you have? 18 or? 19, I think he said. 19 predictions. 19 predictions. Okay. We're talking about that and more next week. Make sure you go over to, if you're on YouTube, the Real Word channel. Subscribe over there. The content is going to be going away on the One and Company channel. If you've been listening throughout 2020 or watching, we really appreciate you guys. Uh, if If you've been here since the beginning of 2020 or before, love to hear from you in the comments. Great year, Nicole. Happy New Year. Yeah. Happy New Year. It's going to be a good one.
Next year we'll be hitting 200 episodes, all right? Maybe we'll get a video you're gonna, then. You're going to bake a cake? <laughs> I don't bake. No, oh, okay. We could cocktail right. it. I can do a co- Ooh, I got my we'll drink do a works. Party. My husband got me that Keurig drink works so I can yeah. we can we could do some We we'll definitely some, should do that. We'll do some cocktails. We'll do a cocktail podcast. Gotta. Ooh. All right. Be well, be safe. Happy New Year everyone, and we'll see you next week on the real word. Bye everyone. Keep it real.